Hello, welcome back to the Essential Blue Podcast. Welcome back to the 70th episode of the Essential Blue Podcast. Thank you for everyone who's listened. I hope you're all doing well. You're probably not doing well if you're a Chelsea fan. Chelsea is shit. We're a dead ass club. I don't let Ray tell you otherwise. So today I'm joined by Ray. Mm-hmm. I'm joined by Judah. <laughs> I'm joined by Ray. I'm joined by Judah. We might be joined by Esther and, and Peter later on. But yeah. Um, yeah. As a Chelsea fan, man, how are you guys feeling? Like, you know, let me go to let me go to Judah before I go to Ray because I know Ray wants to make me feel better, but I don't think it's anything to feel good about. So, Judah, what are we saying? What can you put that loss on today? What to put the loss on? Um, to be honest, like anything Chelsea right now, like I just give up. Like <laughs> I'm not even. I don't even have the strength to because, like. How do I put it? Uh, if I'm calling out a player and stuff, some other person will be telling me that I'm running agenda or stuff, and you know, they'll crash it on me, like for saying the actual factual truth, you know. So, like, I've just even totally given up on the club as a whole because, uh, I mean, like, the whole situation is just like turning fans against each other and stuff. And left to me, yeah, I just feel like the there's not one person to blame. Like, we're coming back to the same conversation that we had at the beginning of the season when we were losing, like, is it five in a row or stuff like that, and whatever. Where I said the root of the whole issue, it's not just one person. The coach is to blame, yes. The board as well, like the recruitment team and all of them, they are also to blame. And the players as well, they are to blame. They have, like, so, like, everyone should just share the blame around. And... For me, personally, I would blame the board and the recruitment team more because they are the ones that recruited these players. They are the ones that brought us to this position that we are in now. Some of the selections that, uh, what is it called, Pochettino has had to make is based on the um, decisions and like the players that they've brought for him. There's nothing he can do. Like, What do you want the guy to do when they give him Jackson? They they have they allowed to rely on Broya. Like, what do you want the man to do? Is relying on um Wells. Like, I mean, today today was bringing up David Washington. We're looking for a goal, and he had to bring on David Washington. Like, I know so you can say that okay, yes, injuries. Um, I was called like injuries. Um, a part of you know what will make something like that happen. But at the same time. Like, come on, our starting striker is Jackson. Jackson. Like, <laughs> I said it, I always maintained it from the from the onset. Like, this guy is not a starting striker for a club like Chelsea. At the very best or at the very minimum or whatever. He's, a, he's like a squad player, like someone that comes in last 20 minutes or whatever, you know, presses the centre-backs and runs like the way he runs everywhere in the pitch. Like, he's not even doing that anymore. At the beginning of the season, people were like, oh, his presence is doing this one. I saw stats like, oh my God. I saw stats for a striker. Like, instead of them to be talking, telling me about um, how many shots he has on target or how many whatever movements he has done in the box, they're giving me stats of press per, press per 90. Like, what the fuck? Is that what I, is that, is that what I bought a striker for? Like, can you imagine? Giving me stats like press per 90, sprint per 90. Like, come on, man. Like, that was when, like, people should have opened their eyes to see that, oh, this guy is nothing. Like, it's just press and running about the pitch. But, anyways, I, like, see, like I said, yeah, do we even have to blame him? Like, the, the recruitment team are the ones that brought him. And, you know, expected, I don't know, for some reason, they just expected that 
a, a front two of Brea and, and Jackson will automatically work or something. Or, I don't know, probably they felt like they can ride it out to January and then they get Tony or whoever they want to get. But all I know is that it's not looking good for Pochman and it's not even looking good for everyone in that Chelsea team as a whole because and sorry just before you go and I just because it came to my mind now yeah I saw a quote of our coach Pochettino coming out to say that he is not bothered that because we played well against Liverpool and Tottenham he is not like ah rude I sometimes I feel like that man has actually lost the plot because before the season started, yeah, it was all about no excuse, this, that, blah, blah, blah. And all of a reason now, you know, he's, he's changed his, his tune totally, like 360. And he's coming out to say he's not worried. Why won't you be worried? You've dropped points against teams that you are meant to be beating on a normal day, sir, on a normal day. And you're coming out to say you're not worried. I'm, see, yeah, anything changed right now, like, it's giving me a headache, man. Like, I can't even phantom how someone will say that we should keep the fate or whatever. I mean, they will eventually become good, but I just feel like it will probably be a little too late for them to, you know, yeah. start picking up formal stuff. So, yeah. Sorry. All, right. All right. Um, Peter, before I introduce you, let me introduce Rate. Rate, you have the floor. Let me ask you the question. Same way I asked Judah. What can you pinpoint that loss to today? What can I pinpoint the loss to? Yeah, today's loss. Um, Pochettino's tactics. Purely mm. that. Um, when we started off the game, right, the first 20 minutes, Brentford, like, you know how some teams just watch us pass the ball, like, back and forth, and we're not really pressuring them or camp. What we did, we literally constricted them to one area, and then we started creating hella chances. We, we, we slotted in Kukurea a couple of times, Sterling a couple of times, this guy a couple of times, and we didn't score any of those. Uh, no, Jackson actually never got in the box. Uh, he was never there. I, most of the time, Sterling got in the box. It seemed like the tactic was to get um, Sterling, and especially on that left-hand side. And then, if I remember correctly, we took a couple of long shots, if anything. I think the first like two or three shots we came from. Yeah, the beginning of the game, we took like two or three long shots. Madiwake almost scored from one. It hit the bar. Um, but I think... I think I can't pinpoint it to one thing, but it goes back to his tactics, right? The guy is notorious for not breaking down low blocks. When we were coming into this this game, I said, okay, if you play Enzo Caicedo, you drop Gallagher, you put out two wide men, Mudrick, Sterling on the right, Palmer in the middle, and then Jackson in the front, or you can just do the same front four you did last game and just have Gallagher dropped, and you play... Uh, Gusto, a real left back, and then two center backs, you'll be fine. And he didn't do that. He went with Disasi right back, which as an inverted right back, he did well because early on it allowed Maddie Wake to just go out wide and take players on and whatnot. But then 30, 40 minutes into the game, they started doubling up on Maddie Wake. He didn't change anything up. Then now we're handcuffed. We have one side where we play on. So we played primarily on the left-hand side because they cut off the whole Madway can supply the whole game. You get to halftime, you don't take him off. Or you don't ask him to do different stuff, like overlap to help Madweke. You just allow him to do the same thing. And then we miss our chances, our heads drop, and it's like a typical Chelsea game we've seen for the last like three or four years. So it goes back to him specifically. I don't blame the players 
because he was the one telling the uh, Sterling to come inside and Cucurella for some reason to overlap and get into those. That doesn't make any sense. You should probably have done that with the right-hand side, if anything. And then, um, well, he dropped Enzo because he had to, because, you know, he had the he had a kid come in and he also probably allegedly had an injury, quote unquote. I don't know, but it it just goes back to his tactics. And I think he, he just didn't make adjustments. So it's all on him, in my opinion, when it comes to the whole situation. Um, all right. Before I give my two cents, let's hear from Peter. Peter is making his debut on the podcast today. Peter, what's up, man? How you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I mean, this guy, yeah, this guy, yeah, guy that spoke, he pretty much said everything I had in mind to say. As for tactically, we he, the coach we're just not getting it. We're, we're still talking a lot season where we fail to break teams the the behind teams on low blocks. They just pass the ball around without penetrating. And play for me right from right from day one, right from the very first time I saw my rookie play. I knew for sure and I've been telling people around me, people I watch games with and people would discuss football randomly with. I all I often tell them this this guy he's not Chelsea material. <laughs> he's not even fit to be in the bench at all. There are lots of players in this Chelsea current squad, they are not Chelsea material. Lots of them. From Madwiki, Ugo Shuku, um Shuku Emeka, um what's this um Chaloba. Why are you going after all the African players? I just, I just know that he went to the Northeastern no, no, country. Not, it's, it's, it, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not focusing on some players. If, if they're actually doing well, if they're actually playing well, I won't be saying this. They are below standard. They are not Chelsea quality at all. At all. Not even close. Not well, even I mean, close. Kimek has been injured. Madwiki has been on the bench. Chalba no, 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 no. But Toby, see, Toby, he's just, he's just that's why that's why at the beginning, what did I say? I say I blame the recruitment team and the budge mostly because, like he just said, yeah, and it's just yeah, the harsh truth. Most of these guys, they're not good enough, man. Funny, I've never heard of Washington ever. I've never heard of Washington before. I'm just seeing him on the pitch today, and I'm still who? When did they bring this guy in? And I didn't really see. I didn't really see his inputs in the in the game. And most times when we bring on this guy, Ian Matsin, I don't really see his impact in games. I only saw his impact, but that was precision. Precision is basically not the real deal. Now, we are in the Premier League, and I don't see his impact at all. Left for me, he shouldn't even be coming in at all. But, but I mean, you see the bench today, like, he didn't have an option. The bench was horrid. Like, players injured and stuff, so... He just has and to try good, and roll. Was Gusto injured? No, the Gusto Gusto was not injured actually. He's been fit because he played then last game. Actually, let's talk. Let's talk about that. Let's 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 talk about that because I I see no reason why um Pochettino had to drop that boy because people were saying okay, I eat these, I eat that. Like like I think it was uh, Rich that was making the point. I don't know maybe now or in. At the GC or something, yeah. Um, the Disasi that he chose is still part of the people that caused the goal. So, like, like where was his eyes when Pinock was adding the ball into the net free header? You know, so like, I actually don't, I don't think there's actually like a legit or like logical or whatever reason for him to 
you know, bringing the sassy and play him as a right back instead of using your fit right back that we know that, okay, he's actually decent defensively. And I, I just feel like the, the other reason is probably, he, I don't know, for some reason, he's punishing him for the Arsenal goal or something. And I feel like if that was the case, why the, why why is Sanchez starting in goal if that's the case? You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. It just didn't make sense to me. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's punishing him. I think it's more of like the height thing, really. But can I say my two cents on the game? I think we lost because we didn't... Obviously, because we didn't take our chances and obviously there's a certain element of, okay, Pochettino's tactics didn't work. But bro, this it goes back to Sterling, Jackson, Gallagher. These guys are useless, man. They're not helping our situation right now. Like the chance Sterling is missing for crying out loud. Like, why are you blazing that sort of chance over the bar? You can't bl- blame Pochettino for that. Jackson is not getting the right position, like Judah said earlier. He's not doing what he was doing earlier in the season. Who else? Gallagher is useless, man. Look at Copama running strings around and Gallagher can't even like he can't even like what do you call it assist him or anything bro like it's a mess Madrike doesn't offer anything because like obviously he did the cross but you know but like bro like okay Madrike got um, doubled up I agree uh, I agree no problem but like bro like the whole thing is a mess and obviously you know it's not getting the best out of the players and obviously like bro like the whole thing is just a mess like I don't know where it starts from this is just my problem really <laughs> And one crazy thing, one crazy thing I, I really don't understand as, uh, as part of our fan base, the way they hype up this Kalaga of a person. He's supposed to fill in his man void, right? Probably uh, he, he's probably one of the reasons we were doing, uh, we were actually pushing for Mr. Mount to be out of the team while he was on a performance assistant before he had Kalaga. Now, Kalaga in that attacking midfield position, he's not dynamic, he's not technical, he just has this work rate around. So currently right now, how I see Chelsea most times when we pair in Kalaga and Zucantero, I see I see this missing compromise whereby we're trying to push um Enzo up front and with what Enzo play as a solo team, as a solo attacking missing that we know he's not good in that role because he lacks that, you know, he doesn't have thought, he I don't know if he has weak foot to play short most time. So I feel he's more suitable in the central midfield. Or probably even at the end, he's somewhat compared to us and attacking me for that. Now, currently, right now, I didn't notice that it's more like Kalaga Enzo, the both of them, they play more like as a central midfield and also as an attacking midfield. They're just doing the two role themselves. So it's not like a fixed role. Okay, Enzo, when you're in the game, you're the center, you're the center man, you're the one that determines the tempo of the game, you're the one doing the controls. Kaisedo, you're the blocking for you, block all the. You block, you intercept the counter-attacking, and you're if you you don't want to in our defense line. Then Kalaga in question, I don't know. I don't know why we need him. I don't know what he does. Oh, I just see he does, he just run around. He just marks. Do you, he's not, do you know what he's I, not because he's not dynamic, he's not technical. Do you know do you know one thing that um that I think Poch, like I was like, okay, this is how I know his instructions. I watched Kaiseido. For a full year and a half, when he was at Brighton, there's certain passes he can do that he's not been doing here. When he gets the ball, the coaches tell him. This is how I know I, I blame it on the tactic. The coaches tell him keep his every pass. Think think about it, right? If you guys watch internationals, right, you see the passes he he makes, or you go back a season or two ago where he was playing for Brighton, you saw the passes he was making. That he does not really always make those simple passes. It's a coaching thing. He tells him keep it simple, stay in the middle of the park, just clean everything up. So 
you have that. You have Gallagher, who you have, who's he's not putting no real good passes from like central midfield. Maybe attacking midfield, his passing is way better. I think he's a good passer, like in the final third or whatever. But and crossing in the final thirds. But like as a central midfielder, he's not creative enough to come up with a bunch of passes. You know we're going up against a low block. You know we need creativity. You know we need things to open them up. So even if we miss hella chances, we need to continue creating more chances, like stretching the play and just allowing our players to do what they need to do. Why are you asking us to play safe passes in the middle of the park? Like, uh, before, before we go further, uh, Ray, I noticed you said drop Gallagher, but we all know it's not going to drop Gallagher. But yeah, let's introduce Josie. Josie, man, how are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm, I'm well, terrible. <laughs> Chelsea, yeah. Yeah, All right, man. let me ask you a question then. What can you put that loss on today, in your opinion? Wow, like just it's definitely just like not just one thing, man. There's no way it's just one. I can. It goes very deep, extremely deep. My guy, it's like the whole fabric of the club has just been flipped upside down, man. I'm just gonna rant if I go on and on, man. Sure, sure, sure. Go for it, man. everybody everybody else said what they think but yeah good just to go yeah uh so okay we can clearly see that our trouble started when the ownership changed definitely 100 percent. that's what's to blame for everything that's happening right now now you can say oh this is going to be good in the future yes we can always say that but are we sure though now now there's actual real questions, man. I always believed all through, but now there's real questions there, man. It's really deep. The plot has thickened. And now Pochettino's head is on a spike as well. Because and I don't really care that much about it, to be fair. Like it's the least of my worries right now. He can go. Like I don't really care to be fair. But I want to see his vision played out at the same time. Bro, I'm just I'm just in a very lost state as a Chelsea fan, man. Like extremely. I don't even know where to go from here. <laughs> the guys gave their verdict on the game today, but fair. I mean, only started like fifteen minutes away. Ago, why did you ask him a, a, a different question? You asked us like, why is why are we such in a bad state, and why do we lose this game? That's like two different questions. Because I would no, have two I, different answers for that. No, I was like Josie. I was like Josie. Um, what do you put today's loss on? That's what I said. Okay, race, race. Why are we in this bad state? <laughs> oh, why are we in a bad state? Oh man, there's a lot. I think it began like I think about four years ago. Um, when we changed the way we like our style of play when um we went for sorry and we decided to start playing possession based football and we've been playing that for like four or five years now. But I think ever since then we had a manager who was trying to impose himself onto the team. The fans didn't like him, so he left. He went to Italy. Then we had an inept manager come in in Lampard. And we went backwards as a team. We went four, bro. Then, no, no, but I'm saying, like, in terms of the identity of the team, team figuring out who they are. Because every single team, right, Spurs, right, before Conte came in, they've always been, like, the pass-around champagne football type guys. So this has always been who they've been. That, that's been identity besides, like, barring but, Conte. But wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry before you go. But don't you think that was down to, more down to the recruitment? Because if I can remember, well, it was some of, it was sort of, like, the same issue we're having now, you know, they brought in a young Avats, brought in a young Timo Werner, like two players that were just, you no, know. No, no, but from- I'm talking about, sorry. 
No, I'm talking about no, Sari. You said after Sari. No, no, no. But you said after Sari that we brought yeah. in an inept manager and everything like went down or stuff from you know after Sari because. To be honest to you, like for me, I don't think Sarri had a bad season. I mean, we won the Europa League, like that was a successful no, season. No, 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 no. I'm saying he's good. I'm saying, like, okay, so like, I think Sarri was a good manager, right? He's the type yeah. of manager where it goes either two ways he lays the foundation, he imprints this like possession based style t- into the team from like the first team to the squad players to the youth team. Then whoever comes after him, they can be the guy who takes us to win the cups and all the titles and everything. But I think we should have let him do his vision. Then Lampard came, and then we took steps back because we didn't know what the hell we were doing. Tuchel came, then we were kind of getting that German identity, and then he got sacked. And then now we're here. Um, we're still, like, flirting with the whole idea of being a possession-based team, but we don't know how we're going to create chances. Even Arsenal, right? Like, their DNA is still the same. Pretty football, cutbacks, this and that, this and that. They still have that. We're going away from playing low mid-block you know, sitting in a sitting deep to trying to pass around with the ball. And we've t- tried to do it for four or five years. Now, Poch is trying to imprint his style on the team. That's why, for me, if we don't end up, like, in the top six, top seven, top eight, I'm not going to cry as long as I see an identity. I still haven't seen that. But that's, like, my goal. I don't care about what the results are. I don't care if we lose to this team or that team. I care about what our identity is and the team knowing who they are, how they're going to create chances, and, like, what the whole club is as a whole. Because right now we're like, ditto. We don't know what the hell we are. We can transform into anything. So I think that's the biggest issue. So bringing in a striker like Oshiman, Vlahovic, this guy, cool, they're going to score you goals maybe at the beginning. But as long as you don't have an identity, long-term, those guys are going to flop. And then people are going to say, why do we spend money on this player? Why do we spend money on that player? It just goes back. It's just going to go back to a circle, in my opinion. You're just preventing the entire inevitable. So I don't care if you win five, six, seven games with this guy and he's scoring goals here, here and there. If in 20 games he's not producing the same, why do I care? I don't Bro. care about small highs. If I win a couple of games against these, this team, that team, that team, it doesn't do shit for me long term because I'm a long term fan. I'm going to be a fan of this club until I die anyway. So we might as well go through the pain now and then get an identity. And if we, you know, if Poch is not the guy, cool, fire him. But I don't know. That's just how I hear about it. I hear you, but like when you watch like other teams, okay, so I'll give you an example. When, when I watch Wolves, right, I see what the manager is doing. You don't, like sometimes you don't have to have your full 11. Don't get me wrong, like Poch had a good game against Arsenal. Uh, yeah, they messed what up. I say about full 11? I say we need to have like a style of play. We don't have a style of play. Wolves have a style of play. Brentford have a style of play. All these guys have a style of play. We don't have one. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like, yeah, we have injured players, yeah, but like we can't see the style of play, which is a problem for Poch right now. That's what I'm saying as well. Like, okay, we had a whole week to work on this game and look at the shit we played. You know, I mean, yeah, okay, if Jackson, Sterling, Gallagher like had an impact in terms of like, okay, they took their chances. We'll not be in this. We won't be having this conversation. But we we'll say this every week, especially Jackson. No, but then again, Tommy, that's that's not style of play, though. Style of play is Jackson Sterling. Um, who else took their chances? Noni. They missed their chances. But we're going to keep creating more by doing this and this. That's the style of play. But, but, but right. So, you know, we actually do, do like, it's trying to develop a style of play, though. Like, it's actually trying to build up in a three, three, two, five, or whatever you call it, or a three, you know, basically like. 
Yeah, so it depends. Like, you know, it's fluid. Sometimes it builds up in a three, three, four, sometimes a three to five. So yeah, like basically that's a style of play that is trying to develop, but that does not happen overnight. It doesn't happen in ten games or something. But I mean, basically for me, I don't know about other people, but I can see like that's what it's trying to build towards. But at the same time, you said it at the beginning of the of the podcast, yeah, like Poch is notorious for not knowing how to break down a, a, a deep block. And now you are now pairing that sort of manager with a club that has been their issue for like two or three years or something now. So you understand, like that's just, it's just like, I don't know, bringing, I think, like, bro, I don't even know how to explain, but like, so yeah, it's just, it's, it's just mental, man. Like, that's why I was saying, I was telling, I think I was saying this in a group chat here. Yeah. I'm more confident, or I was more confident of beating Tottenham than I was of, of winning today's game. And as you can see, we, we lost today, and I don't even think we're going to lose to Tottenham. Like, that's how mental no. the whole thing is. So, but we're yeah. going to give City a game. We might even beat them. Yeah. And then, this is the funny thing, right? When we drew against Arsenal, I said, this is going to tell people thinking, oh, we can probably, we're not going to struggle against low blocks again. And so when this game happened, I was confident because Brentford are bad, though. Like, without Tony and the way they played, they're bad. Even today, for a half, we should have put them away because they were that bad in that first half. And we didn't. Then they got confidence. Then they scored the header. But, you know... (laughs) Bro, that's mess. why, like, why do why do people get hired? They're like, oh my god, we almost be Arsenal. Why why can't we beat the lower teams? You know for a fact this has been Chelsea for the past three or four years. It's no, always bro, been bro, like this. But bro, this is why I was so pissed at Sanchez last week because I'm like, this guy threw away three points because I don't think we're gonna beat Brentford. You guys can go back and listen. I was like, I don't think we're gonna beat Brentford. You know, but yeah, it is what it is. Um, let's talk about the goal we conceded, or let's talk about Cole Palmer. Which do you want to? Well, yeah. well, Cole Palmer's been excellent, Rookie. The past game Cole Palmer's been exceptional. Yeah, Cole Palmer's been what? Cole Palmer's been exceptional. Yeah. He's been exceptional. He's been great. I feel like the same way Sterling first came and he was exceptional, is the same way these guys are going to influence Cole Palmer and he becomes shit. Definitely. Oh, man. Look at like guys. Tell me, you well. don't think that's a problem, right? Remember what I said about Tyler play. All of these guys who come here, they're shiny, and then when they stay at Chelsea too long, they well Jackson was okay at the beginning. Like he had the like again, he was doing a lot of the um the getting into good positions, holding off players, linking up the play stuff and like that. He doesn't do any of that anymore, and all he needed to do was add the goals to it. Like, but again, at this club. I don't think he was ever brought in to be the main guy. People keep saying it was him and Broya. I think the recruitment team, or Poch, was going to have Nkunku be up front, have someone behind him, and then have two wide wingers stretch to play. I think Nkunku was meant to be the main guy. People keep saying he's not a striker or not, but he keeps saying Nkunku this, Nkunku that. It's clear that Nkunku okay. is at the base okay, of the Okay, so time. right. Explain, explain why they are going for a striker in January then. Are they going to show a striker in, in January? Yeah, they're going for a striker. They're clearly going for... No, for, no, uh, no. They, that what was said specifically was that Chelsea had been made aware of the conditions if nah, possible nah. to sign Ivan Tony. There was no guarantee. Said it, and all other journalists have said it. So you can't tell me that 
there's no way they are not you know interested in him and there's no way if they feel like they are going to get him ahead of us now that they will not go for him the only reason why they won't go for him is they feel like oh okay there's no chance here and there's no reason for us to you know like probably go for a player and not get him so like it's you obvious might, that might the rumors, we're not sitting for sure it might be rumors we're not sitting for sure it might be rumors we're not sitting for sure for going for a striker yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, no, I'm not. I'm not even saying you're wrong in saying that we're gonna go for a striker. But I think um, the idea was at least up until a certain point, right? Because Jackson goes to Afcon in January. I think the idea is you have. I don't know what he thinks about Brozier. He keeps saying things in the press, but the guy's not playing, and I don't. Oh, but, but it, it definitely raised Brozier ahead of Jackson, though. Does he? I doubt. It does. It started. It started. Breyer, started Breyer like ahead of Jackson. Like just when Breyer had come back from injury, the game against um, yeah, he scored like the fluke goal. I forgot him. Well, yeah, but he just started. Yeah, yeah. Like in fact, that game made me know that okay. In fact, Poch was just playing. Poch was just playing Jackson, Jackson just because he no, didn't Jackson have any was, choice. No, Jackson was suspended that game, but that's <laughs> Jackson couldn't what? play that Jackson game. Was, um, he, he, was, he, he didn't, didn't play the game. He played Roger ahead of him. No, he was just. Well, can you guys not remember? Jackson was. He wasn't was no was suspended. Was but he had the wrist. He had the wrist. Sorry, he had the what? The wrist injury thingy. No! This was before his injury. This was before Jackson's injury. No, 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 no. No, the game that we played Fulham, the oh, game yeah, before he that he scored. He just came back. Yeah, he, he was, was there. Suspended. Yeah, he, no, no, he picked he picked six of yellow cards, so he got suspended. Exactly. So the game after when he was suspended, yeah, like that ready back, back to play. Coach didn't put him in. He played. He preferred no, to play no, no, no. no, 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 no. you're wrong. Oh, he, yeah, no, he was he was suspended that game. The, the Fulham game, he was suspended. I'm going to look. I'm going back to our fixtures. No way. No, there was a game. There was a game that he started ahead of. Jackson and Jackson. Exactly. That was the Burnley Jackson game. Was that was the Burnley game. No, yes. no, he wasn't really fit. No, that wasn't true. The the oh, after the Fulham game, no. So uh the Fulham game, Jackson didn't play at all because he was suspended. The game yeah. after that, that was um I forgot what game it was, but basically they, they were, were saying that for it was now, don't worry. Yeah, that was that was the game he had the hand injury and he decided to start Brozier ahead of him. That was the only game. So technically, Jackson was injured that game, even though it was a minor injury. He started Brozier ahead of. That's the only reason why. Guys, guys, it was this. Just listen. It was he. Um, um this guy got suspended for full half, right? Then the next Broya scored. Everybody was like, "Oh, start Broya again." Broya started and then came off for halftime. Jackson came yep. on at exactly. half and then he exactly. It was not even like See, injury. Yeah. Then the injury thing was oh because he got injured in the Brighton game, the cup game that he scored, Jackson scored. And then Jackson came out from Senegal camp because of the hand injury thing. It was not even because of Chelsea. No, he also went to do a surgery too, but yeah, exactly. uh, Minor surgery. But I think whether he rates uh who or who or not, I don't I'm not gonna speak on that because I don't know certain things. But I do think that anyways. Yeah, I do think that. I do think that Nkunku was meant to be the main guy anyway. And the two of them were supposed to fight for that second spot. And then if we got to January and none, like, and nobody was cutting a the mustard, they were going to get one. So I think the idea is in January, they realize 
the squad is thin anyway, whether or not, because Brozier is not reliable physically. Well, even if he was good, he's not reliable physically. He has the ACL situation. So they're like, listen, it's very highly likely we go get a strike in January. So they're going to go do that. Um, but the reason I, when it comes to the recruitment team, getting a striker, everyone knows that's like the biggest Achilles heel of this club. Everybody we buy, I don't know what it is, they just end up being shit. And then people say, oh, no, you should have gotten this guy instead. You should have got this guy instead. So the, the club is probably thinking, okay, let's go for this low, um, low risk, possibly high reward play in Jackson. He's got some all-around game. He needs to tidy up his finishing. But let's see if we can develop him. And if we get to January, hopefully we can get somebody. Because even, even the market then, let's say Oshman is a top, top target, right? Let's say he's a number one target. And Tony is like the second. I'd, in ideal world, they want to get Oshiman, but Napoli's not letting that guy go in January. Let's be real. So they have a couple of options. They either go get another stopgap, which is a horrible idea, um, and then they create a possible big money signing that's going to flop, and then he's gonna have, they're going to have to buy another striker again, which is a waste of money. So recruitment-wise, I can understand why they did it. Um, and let's not forget, Tony's 28. We understand it's a bully obsession with young players. Tony's 28. So I doubt we'll go for Tony. No, they, they said there's strategy changes. So the, initially, the base of the squad was supposed to be younger. That's what Lawrence and uh, Paul and Stanley and Lawrence too were saying. But in January, it could be anybody's age. It could be 27, 26, 25. It, I don't think it's, it stops at 25 anymore. Um, they're going to go for purchase players now. <laughs> if, it's, bro, if it still stops at 25 hours at January, nah, nah, nah. then they clearly have not learned anything. Like, clearly. Like, I mean, but your boy Lotaro is 24. Oshiman is 24. That's your boy. That's your boy, man. Even the tracker you want is 24. So, what are you saying? We're still at 24. We're still at 25. Yeah, Look, there's difference between there's difference between 24 and actually knowing football. Like, like how do I put being 24 and being established? There's difference. Like, how old how old is Enzo? How old is Kaiseido? How old are these guys that we are that, that are depending on? They are all 21, 22 at the same time. We keep forgetting. But like, I'm just I'm not personally yeah, at the beginning. I didn't even have problem with them buying 21, 20. Well, like, just make sure, like, you're buying quality players. That's all I ask you for. Like, buy me a 21-year-old, like I said, oh, yes, I'll be happy. Buy me a 20-year-old, 22-year-old, like Enzo. I'll be happy, no qualms, no problem. But don't buy me, you know, stack of players that they are, they are clearly don't they clearly don't have experience to come into the EPL and, you know, and, and drive in the, in the Premier League. You know, it's just, it's just so, it's, it's so sad because, I you know, I saw this kind of thing coming and, you know, and the annoying thing is that Poch himself, yeah, in preseason, he was saying it that he needed he needed um experienced players. He was saying it was banging banging on his ball for some reason. I felt like the board were not listening, or I don't know, for some reason. They just didn't, you know, listen to him. And well, it's just so sad that he's he's the one um, how do I put it, getting all the blame now and people are forgetting that oh this guy actually wanted experienced players. Like what happened to the Dybala he requested for what happened to you know Lautaro Martinez, all the reports that were coming out, you know, that you know he wanted these guys. What happened to them? Like, you know, instead they went to get Bro, are you kidding? Like, are you going I'm, to say I'm that? I'm just asking a question. Actually, went for Dybala. 
So if we actually went for Tyrell, I wouldn't want to like come to his Argentinian, Pedro Argentinian. Of course, I he would. Come I, don't, on, I, don't, I don't know about Why that. That you? one we don't know. That one we don't know because the oh, players we want to is more like an attacking midfielder. Yeah, yeah, no, and, no, but I'm not even saying as a striker, but like you want, we're losing adverts, so like we we wanted an attacking midfielder. No, well, okay. Like, so yeah, the the main the main positions that I think are weak right now, especially in the attack, right up front, because Jackson isn't fully developed yet, and it's clearly he's got a lot to work on his game. Maybe he's gonna be a dud. I don't know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell anybody what can happen in the future. But I'm pretty sure, like I keep saying, Nkunku was supposed to be up front. And he yeah, exactly, exactly, um, exactly. Oku- see, Okunku, Okunku was supposed to be the main man. I feel, I feel Portugal's ideas after Okunku injury, he lost it. Currently, right now, it is more like the the Chelsea we've been seeing before. Just go, go into the pitch and do what you can. He lost the idea after Okunku injury. The team was he, he. I feel the idea was to build the team around Okunku. Okunku was supposed to be the main man. Yeah. And I think what I, where I think we fell was we should have gotten another winger though. I think we should have gotten another winger. Um, and, and like, cause when people were saying, "Oh, we should have bought somebody in in addition to Jackson," I was never fighting that because, like I said, if you want to buy two strikers because you don't know what's gonna happen, and this team is like full of a lot of injury prone players and injury prone stuff, no problem. But I guess they thought they thought that maybe they could wait. That might be a uh, that might be wrong, but I don't think it's just a striker position. I think it's the attack as a whole, uh, the winger positions, yeah. specifically, and then the goalkeeper. Which again, goalkeeper market is stinky, so I'm not really gonna complain about you know that because most of the goalkeepers, uh, I don't. It's, it's, it's stinky, but I, I would still say we we could have gotten better at this than this Bozo Sanchez that he bought, man. But like no, who? no, no, no. See, personally, personally, the second goal we considered today, I don't blame Sanchez for it. If it was a classical to be between Madrid and Barcelona, we see. You know, we we often see we often see in nine minutes where keeper runs to the goalposts. You know they are tall in height, so hopefully they get a header and you know they surprise everybody. This guy did it before. Um, um, Liverpool goalkeeper, he once scored a nine minutes. So it happens. This guy was supposed to shoot that ball. He was in the rightful position to either shoot it or head it away. Ian Matsin. <laughs> That nigga you know was what, just yeah. you know what, yeah. That's another thing. That's another thing. Yeah, like people are always saying, why is Pochett up playing this guy as a as a left back? This that's like you would think is the second I, I, coming. I, 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 really, I really don't see. It. I really don't see how this guy is better than Lewis Hall with loan. Late for me, I, I would say we sell this guy and bring Lewis Hall back. No, Lewis Hall is gone, man. No, they're buying another left no, back. No, anyway. he, 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 um, no, he's not gone. They, 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 Madrid, the three pitch of what's it called? Like it's got a mandatory pitch of it. Like, like it's mandatory for them to play that, and you can't recall players or this kind of loan. No, 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 so you that. can't. He's gone. I think Lewis Hall. Another thing is he didn't want to play left back. People forget that the guy wanted to play center mid or something like that. So yeah, if he yeah. don't want to play left back, it's up to him. Like, I don't get this. Yeah, Madsen criticism makes no sense. He was no, 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 no. See, tell me, yeah. The thing is that for me, yeah, Martin, I, it was obvious that it was obvious that Poch doesn't see this guy as a left back, and it's just, it's just unfortunate that even as the attacker, the guy has not brought anything. Like, where's the form that he was showing during preseason? Like, I think someone mentioned it. Like, he has not done anything since, since preseason. Then Poch is the problem. Then 
he, because he did the same thing with Chua. He 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 pushed Chua up front, and Chua started flopping. Her whole fan base were bashing Chua. Like Chua's fit. He's not using Chua in the right foot. Chua in the is not a left back. I mean, he's not a left point. He's a left back. I feel he's doing the same thing to Metzen. So he, 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 I feel it's best he plays players in the right foot position, not put the players in places they can't play and we'll end up bashing them. All right, let's hear from Josie. Josie, what are we saying? You've heard all the guys upset. <laughs> what is your opinion yeah. on everything moving forward? Like, how can we get out of this? Because we're 11th. How can we get out of this rut? <laughs> yeah. It's 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 slowly becoming the norm, you know? Like it's actually the norm. So being bottom of the table is like something that we're actually getting used to now. It's it's sad. That how do we get out of this? You know, bro, listen, this this question, man. We need we need to change so many things. We need to change the transfer policy. That's the first thing I think. Like right now. Just to move forward, they need to change the transfer policy like very fast and start doing the things that they were refusing to do before for some stupid reason. Bring in experienced heads. I need to see some experienced heads in January for sure. Like, give us an identity. Give us people that are going to be there, know what they are playing for, have been there before, done it before. Bring those winners. Uh, yeah, man, I think that's the most important thing they need to do right now. But most of the guys want to move. They want to move in January. You know how difficult it is to make signs in January. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's only one guy that everybody's gonna go after. You know who it is? It's gonna be Tony. I think yeah. of, of all the people we're linked with, right? Um, I said Lotaro because Tommy is always gonna pull this tweet on me. I said Lotaro in terms of like his physique, um, height, yeah, uh, yeah. heading ability, the link up play and stuff. He's probably the best fit for the Premier League. But even well, him, I keep saying, the Serie yeah. A man, I don't trust but any striker in that league. He's not going to so, leave in now because he's the captain. No, 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 of course, of course, of course not. Yeah, but right. I remember we were linked with him. People were saying, oh, there was a chance we could have gotten Lotaro Martinez. I'm like, are you sure? I don't know about that one. Um, Fletcher kept saying it. I don't know. I don't know if it's true. If he was, he was really, allegedly he was open to the move. I don't know. Um, but there's only one guy we can go after and it's going to be him. You already know me and strikers. I don't trust most of the guys in the market right now because I think, especially with the lack of identity we have, and people keep saying, oh, we should have gotten a proven striker, this and this and that. I think long-term is not going to change anything. So um, they should go after somebody in January anyway because I don't rate Broja. Um, by the way, I've made that very clear. I think Jackson can be in like an impact sub if he just polishes certain parts of his game. And, but I think even then, we're still going to have certain issues. If you bring like a service striker to this club, they are going to struggle. I don't know what it is about this club, but since like Fabregas left, it's it's just never been a thing where people who need service are going to succeed in this club. So you need somebody who can just drop deep, link up to play, have enough. Um, like Tony's literally the perfect one, um, in terms of that. But will that necessarily change our fortunes as a club? I don't know. People think it's just a striker. I don't think it's just a striker, personally. <laughs> All right, cool. Let us talk about... Should we talk about last goal? We consider we should talk about Spurs. We're playing Spurs next. What are we saying? The Pochettino... Hey, we've not asked moments of the match, and 
ואוווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווו
one touch. He's not Marcus Alonso. Should have just passed it to Madrid. Another guy who uses his favorite left foot. Uh, so disgusted. <laughs> All right, um, Peter, what was your moment in the match? Okay, I would say my moment in the match was uh, okay. I would I would say a Copala like improving himself is a big. Yeah, he promised them that he he he'll be a very big player for us, and he he seems very promising. Other than that. Nothing really, nothing exciting to say. Nothing exciting. He actually, he actually, um, what's it called? Faded off second half. You guys know, right? <laughs> so, but yeah, anyway, but God. Yeah. That was because Brentford, like, you know, they doubled up. The, doubled nah, up the even mid. before the goal, like, he actually faded off second half. No, but they doubled up. About it. The like, they, they, they stifled him. Not the goal, per se. You know, yeah, but obviously he can't do it alone. Like he can't really do it alone. This, this, this. Is what I'm saying the guys are okay. We remember when Sterling came. Sterling came and he was bringing that Man City style to our club, and everybody was like, "Oh wow, Sterling was good." All of a sudden, Sterling has been infected with their virus. Same thing might happen to Copama. We hope not. But yeah, like bro, the guys are shit, terrible. You know. Uh, no, that's not true. Sterling has always been inconsistent. He just scored no, a lot of I mean, goals at City. When he first arrived at Chelsea, I mean, like, there was that drive he had. You could see the difference between Sterling and our other attackers. That's what I mean. Not necessarily, like, or, you know, his consistency or not. You know. But, right, um, last but not least, will you tell us your moment of the match before we talk about Spurs or we talk about your fan base? Moment of the match. Um, I think it has to do with Jackson again. Um, When he took... I don't know who passed him the ball, but he took some random wicked long shot when he yeah, should, have, should have taken a okay. shot. And I think um, that's one of the reasons why I feel like this club is it's not just the players, because I do believe some of the players, like, there are things these, these guys will work on. There's things Posh can work on, like, but the other factor besides the recruitment team, besides the uh, change of ownership, besides some of the players and the manager, is the fans. And if you get into an attacker's head who's trying to prove something already, he came to this club, he's new. It's not like he's been here for a bunch of years or he's been in the Premier League. He's not like Sterling because Sterling doesn't have anything to prove to anybody. So if he's inconsistent, he can eventually find like a, the strength to come back or the mental fortitude to like have a, a, a game that's good afterwards. When you're going at the Nonis, even though I don't think Nonis that good, um, when you're going at an attacker like Jackson, you get into his head and he hasn't scored in, in about two games, then you're gonna see performances like that where they drop stinkers, and so the fans are also to blame for the poor form that we're in right now. But Madrid fans and PSG fans are, are worse. That's what I said on the GC rate. What, what like, are they gonna do? Berage, berage Jude Bellingham for scoring goals and dragging through every single game? No. But they, we all know. We all know Madrid fans are relentless because, like, they whistle at their own players and stuff. Same as Paris Saint Germain fans as well. They literally booed Messi. So, you know, like, bro, like, I don't think that's a good yeah, enough Yeah, but reason. Messi was, like, 30-something like at that point. Like, some of these, these incidents you're talking about, it's not like with a young player who's coming and he's developing. These are, like, experienced or, like, already established players, so they can shake stuff like that off. But it's, like, it's, it's the occupational hazard, man. I don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, not not saying, I'm not saying it isn't. I'm saying that it's a waste of time to do that because it's going to have a negative impact on the team. So when they start doing stuff like they're booing the players 
or they're whistling or doing this and this and that, especially to a team this young, it's going to have adverse effects. So they can feel however they want to feel. They have a right. They paid their hundreds of dollars to come there, eat, and watch the match. But again, it's not going to make the performances any better. I mean, <laughs> so that's all I'm trying to say. You can say that, but at the same time, be like, oh, give them a kick up the ass. But I hear what you're saying. It's a fine balance. It's a fine balance. Okay, um, before we call it a day, let's talk about our fixture against Spurs. How are we feeling? Spurs, we're playing Spurs next. The Pochettino derby, how are we feeling? Well, uh, I don't know. For me, I don't want to watch that game. <laughs> you know, it's going to be a madness, my guy. It I don't think... I don't think we'll lose because, like, the players always, like, get pumped up for the big games. And no, I hear you. I hear you. Exactly. But the thing is, but I don't know, man. We, we well, could... I feel, like, well, personally, I feel we'll do work against teams, against teams that do the, the play open play, unlike teams with low blocks, teams that just stay at the box and wait for the counter attack. What can we do well in open play games? I feel we we'll but we can also have off games in those ones as well, you know. <laughs> I doubt. I doubt. I doubt. We've been good against. We've been good against Liverpool. We've been good against Arsenal. I feel we'll do well. Okay. Thank you. Positivity. That's our first win against the big six team right there. First. I told you last podcast, man. The only thing I'm afraid of is a low block. Bring me a big team. We'll show you a good performance. But exactly. I know. The, the players get pumped up for the big game. It's fair enough, but bro. bro, we need three points, man. We're 11th. Judah, rate what are we saying about Spurs? Yeah, I told you what I'm saying. That's going to be a draw or win. A draw. And yet another draw. God. Um, yeah, it's going to be a win or draw. How are we going to win away from home? You guys, man. What do you mean, bro, how? Like... You know our away record is amazing, right? Our home record is terrible. Our home record is abysmal. It's horrendous. That's another reason why I blame the fans because they the players don't want to hear the fans boo at them when they go to the home ground. Well, guess what? It it happens. Deal with it. Like it's it's football. What do you mean like, deal, deal with it? You think I want to go and go go to a game, play crap, and then have somebody abuse me while I play? No, fuck that. No, nah, but nah, you nah, play nah, with nah. you like okay, bro. Like, don't you remember there's there's other um. The clubs that brew their own like players at halftime, not just Chelsea. It's not new. It's not new. So no, I don't no, think no, I think no. but but, yeah, but no, okay, you're you're forgetting though. Like the expectations at this club is very different. If you're like at a mid, if you're at the Spurs and you're getting booed in the week, nobody really cares if you're winning a cup or something like that. If you're Crystal Palace and your players get booed for a bad performance, who cares? If you're Man City, you won hella leagues, you know that this is like a one-off, right? We're in a limbo right now. It's not like we have a bunch of players who have been at the club for years. Most of these guys are trying to prove something to the fans in general. So even the way they're playing, they're playing nervous. They're not trying to make mistakes. They're sometimes trying way too hard. Or they put a lot more pressure than they should be on, and it affects their game, and you can see it. That's what's also affecting our play. So getting into these new guys' heads, even if we bought an experienced player, and he's coming to the new league, uh, to, to this league, right? Because most of it, well, unless it's Ivan Tony, whoever you buy up front, they're coming to prove something. <laughs> so even yeah. that experienced player is going to face 
the yeah. same pressures. So I'm just saying, like, you're not helping it. You want us to get better as a team, but you're negatively affecting the players by doing what you're doing. It doesn't make sense to me. I mean, they could blindfully... Just because you want to be emotional. Like, I'm, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> they could blindfully, like, support the club, support the team. But, bro, like, we all know, like, this, the afternoon games at the Stanford, at Stanford Bridge just don't hit right. It's always shit. It's always muddy. It's always, like, dross. But compared to, like, the Arsenal atmosphere, like, the the, 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 the Arsenal game, I mean, under the floodlights, the rain, everything, it's just, it's mainly, like, the time and weather for me at Stamford Bridge anyway. So, it, like, Stamford Bridge gets rocking, like, Champions League nights, Premier League nights, that sort of midweek nights, that sort of thing. But when it comes to, like, in the afternoon, nah, it's always, the atmosphere is always dead. So, I, I get, I, I understand why the players can be so shit at the same time. But yeah, you can't expect the fans do what they want, man. Like they, I mean, ugh. I don't tell me yeah. you're ignoring what you're ignoring what I'm I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to change how the fans act. I'm saying the bad performances get worse when they do what they do. So even if they're acting justly, they're also adding to the negative performances of the players i'm get, i'm using that as, as an example i because you can't change fans if, they, if fans are angry at you they're gonna boo you but i'm saying that until fans realize that they have to give a level of support and critique instead of just booing because they did a career every time he would do anything they used to boo him last season now he's the best left back we have at the club so it just tells me that at, at the drop of a hat anything could change and if they they don't necessarily have to like blindly just back a player but like they take it too far sometimes like the guy who was talking to jackson individually like a young striker who's trying to come up with this club like <laughs> you're already setting that guy up for failure by doing what you're doing right there so about this? how about sari sari first came to the club and he's trying to prove something to the fans and everybody's like fuck sorry about in january because i know it's the fa cup game but then and we he got up... us a third and we, exactly and we, we were lucky what do you mean you were lucky and then we he got... left tommy that's not well, good. I mean, but ultimately, he achieved what he needed to achieve. I don't know if you guys agree, Judah, Josie, Peter. You know, before I call it a day, because it's almost an hour now. Like, he got booed. Everybody was like, fuck, sorry, but And this was in January, because I know it was FA Cup game. Early FA Cup. Okay, yeah, early FA Cup game, right? And then he didn't change his ways. He still did what he needed to do. And I think we had a brilliant, like... Carabao Cup final against Man City and then we lost on penalties and all that. But like, bro, Sarri never changed and he became like more, what's the word, robust in his, um, started adamant rather and look, we won the Europa League. So like, it's just Tell you. Tell me how old Sarri? I mean, but I'm not saying, but you said he's, he came to prove something to the fans. Like the players came No, to I don't know if came, Sarri came to prove anything to the fans because he's a manager and he's expendable unlike the players. But these players who are coming to this club, most of them are coming to a big club, so there's pressures on them that there wasn't before. So it doesn't matter who it is, whether it's an experienced player or a young player, it's the, the thing is still the same. So I'm saying that the same strike is the same wing as people call for. If they come to this club and you do the same thing and they have bad performances and they don't recover, it ends up becoming the fans' fault. So let's say we didn't get a Jackson, we go to Vlahovic instead, but Vlahovic scored maybe one or two goals, and I don't know where he just fell off. And the fans just keep booing him, and he never recovers. Or Oshiman, same thing. Or Lotaro, same thing. 
So it's not just even the new players, even the experienced players. I'm saying keep the same energy because it's going to affect them because he's still a quote unquote relatively new in their career, especially when you come to a new league. Because it's not Serie A anymore, these guys are in. Or Bundesliga or some of these other leagues. They're in really? the Premier League at a top club. Well, irrespective of the place we're in. Are we still top? Toboli don't come to the games no more. I, whether he does, whether he doesn't, I don't really care. That I fuck to him. Um, because the fans don't like him, so they just have to stay away. Um, they just don't like him. Bro, they, you don't remember the last time they were they were booing him. They were telling him to get like, bro, we want Chelsea back. Also, I asked you guys: Is it toxic positivity or good or good a good performance against Arsenal? It's clear to see. Hmm? We, are sh- we are shit. We are so shit. It's it's terrible. Anyways, um, Judah, Ray. Peter, Josie, thanks for coming. If you guys have anything to talk about before Colette Day. Um, uh, so, well, all I'm just going to say is uh, the another international break is first time coming. So, hopefully, hopefully they have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After Tottenham, isn't it? There's an international break after Tottenham. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, after that, hopefully... We have like more players back. We have Rich James feet, you know, and we start getting this this guys back. And um, it seems as though they're trying to also like push for Koko to be back soon, as soon as possible. So our no, next it's after Man City. Sorry, it's after Manchester City. Oh, okay, it's after That's Man City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just checked as well. Yeah, it's after Man City. Yeah, but. Yeah, so but I just feel like we need to start um picking up points, man. Like because like I said, I I'm not saying I'm not saying punch out or anything, but I just hope he doesn't leave it a little too late, like I said at the beginning, you know. They need to start picking up points fast and like Tommy just asked from where? Well bro, I don't know from where they want to pick it up from, but they still have to just start picking up points, man. <laughs> So yeah, it's a mess, man. Club is a mess. I mean, I'm not out yet because I I don't know if 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 we get rid of Poch, I don't know who will go for next. But I think he needs to figure out tactically how to break a low block, low block thing. He just needs to not not we do very well with open play teams and we suffer against low block teams. He needs to get it tactically right. So that's my But yeah, sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. All right, just yeah, rate. Now I said we can go for Hansi Flick. That's what I said. Uh, <laughs> you said what do I say? What? Yeah, Josie Rate, would you like to round us up? Like, do you have anything you want to um, It's going to be a long. Oh, this is the last thing I'm going to say. It's, it's going to be a long time before we get back to the top. I'm playing. Um, but we're going to go through the struggle and we're going to go through some banter stuff. So you guys prepare yourselves. You're going to see more of that Sanchez thing where he's running after Neil Mope and he's tripping over his legs and horrible goals conceded and stuff. But when we get out of it, if we get out of it, I think we'll get out of it. But 
will be stronger oh, than right. ever. You know the issue, the issue is that we thought we had gotten out of it. <laughs> Bro, I knew it was going to be in the mud. So, but anyways, that's what you're saying though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys, this is our AFT banter, man. So just, just you're gonna have to hold it. Okay. Great. Where was our, our good performance you said against Arsenal? What was it today? We didn't have a good performance after the first half. No. Uh, are you unless you're gonna tell me that we didn't have Arsenal neutralized for like seventy five minutes because we did. No, we did. No, but you're like, oh, good performance. I'm like, where are the points though? Like, nah. But good but oh, okay. Uh, a but, thing that for everybody. So, um, Tommy kept saying, I don't care about good performances. I care about points. And maybe it's just, that's just how I think, like, with football in general. Because there's certain players who they'll score a goal here, they'll score a goal there, but they'll cover it. That'll cover their bad performances. And then they fall off later on in time and they never recover. And I don't want to say that person's name because it, it, you know, it caused a lot of issues. For me, I like sustainability. So if we have good performances and we're able to turn those performances into long term wins, whether it's in cups, titles, whatever it is, then I'm happy as a fan. So me, this time where we're struggling um, right now, if we have 60, 70-minute performances that were good against big and small teams, then I can relax even if we have bad results. So me, I don't care about what point tally we have. I prefer to be in the Champions League next season, but it is what it is. So I care about performance, don't really care about points. When we play Spurs and then we play the next no-block team we play, I want to see a good performance then. I want Posh to know how we're going to attack a low-block and how we're going to attack the big teams. And I want us to perform well. That's we'll all see. I want. We'll see. All right, Jersey, last word. Round us up, please. We in the trenches. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Shit club. Shit club. Shit club. Yeah. But I mean, Ray, I hear what you're saying. But let's see how it goes. But yeah, thank you guys for coming. Hope you thank you for listening. I think we are like 1,000 listeners already. Thank you very much. Take care of yourself. Bye, guys. Have a good night.